0: Good morning, everybody. This is Brian Brock, multimedia journalist here at the Archdiocese of Chicago, uh, taking you live today for Catholic Schools Today as a... Uh, temporary fill-in, hopefully, if we get our normal host, Ronnie Faison, back live online. We're having some technical issues in terms of getting her, but uh, I'm going to jump in the seat here and see what I can do to get the show going for us this morning. So we're so glad that you joined us today for Catholic Schools Today here on WNDZ 750 AM for Catholic Chicago, uh, live on YouTube, live on Facebook. So uh, if you're streaming, feel free to leave us comments or anything like that. Uh, Feel free to join in with us here today. So um, we're going to jump right into things here. Um, We're going to talk to a couple of incredible people that are doing some amazing stuff over at St. Jerome School. Uh, St. Jerome has been a pillar for over 100 years uh, to their community. St. Jerome School continues to help their community flourish and help those in need throughout the school year. Uh, They have held several fundraisers and collections. The school community is looking forward to celebrating their 100th anniversary in October. Uh, We want to welcome to the show Mary Highland, the interim principal at St. Jerome, and Will Babbage. Thank you both for joining us this morning. Good morning.
1: Thank you for having us. Did you
0: guys have a nice weekend this weekend?
1: We did, enjoying the nice weather yesterday, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, it got pretty nice out there for sure. Uh, Mary, tell us a little bit about your background. Tell us where you came from and how you became the interim here at St. Jerome.
1: Sure. Um, It's actually kind of a returning home story. About 10 years ago, when I was first in school, I completed my observation hours in the preschool classroom at St. Jerome. Um, And then I went on to graduate. I taught second grade at another school for a number of years. Um, and then was ready for a change and found myself back in preschool at St. Jerome as the uh, lead teacher. Um, And when our principal left for a personal reason, I was asked to step in as the interim principal and I'm actually still in preschool in the mornings and then I work on administrative duties in the afternoon. So it's um, kind of a unique but fun balance of still being able to be in the classroom but take on a leadership role.
0: As the parent of a preschooler, um, there's special places in heaven for people like you guys. because uh, There's Thank a lot you. of energy. There's a lot of energy in that room for sure. Yeah. Uh, Will, yeah. what grade are you in? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell, tell us why you love St. Jerome.
2: Well, I'm in the eighth grade. I've been here for most of my life. It's just a, I love St. Jerome because it's more of like a uh, a family. It's more of a family than a school. It helps you feel more invited in the community when you come here and the faith it brings to you is for the rest of your life stays there for the rest of your life
0: that's great that's great so your student council president um what made you want to get involved in the school
2: well i feel like i've just been around in the school a lot and i feel like i was a good candidate to help start fundraisers or events and and I've always think thought that I've um, always thought that the uh, the idea that I could help my school further with other events and planning is a really fun idea. So I just kind of put my name in the poll, and here I am. I, I won. Well,
0: congratulations! <laughs> so, spinning off of that, you're talking about collections and fundraisers. Mary, why don't you tell us a little bit about your recent collection for Ukraine?
1: Absolutely. Um, so, as part of our 100th anniversary, we're really putting a focus on service and living out our Catholic faith, and one of our parents reached out to share that there was a collection happening through the League of Polish Women, I believe, and asked if we would be interested in collecting items. It was just three days, and the outpouring of generosity was incredible to see. Um. In Three days, we were able to fill an entire van with really big items like diapers and baby wipes. And, you know, as a mother of a young child, that really spoke to me too, that those are needed items all the way down to bags and bags of toothbrushes, toothpaste, Advil, and just those things that, can make such a difference in someone's daily life. And to see the, like I said, the outpouring of generosity from the community was incredible. And also to know um, that a parent reached out to us and we were able to pull this together. And that parent also delivered the items to, um, the main collection center and they departed for Poland and the border on Friday. So within a couple of days, we gathered the items and they were directly on the way to those in need.
0: Now, is this a collection you're going to continue to do going forward then and constantly try to be sending supplies to Ukraine or you guys just kind of, this was a, a one and done deal then, and you guys are kind of done with that collection for now.
1: That's a great question. Uh, we are done with that collection for now, but we're also open to participating in any other events to get supplies um, to Ukrainian families in need. So, if anything else were to come up, we would absolutely participate.
0: Great, great. You guys are really you're doing God's work out there. Um, so, you guys sound like you're very active in your community. What are, what are some of the other fundraisers and in in, in um, collections that you guys have done in the past?
1: We once a month do an event called Generous Jeans. Um, it was started about a few years ago and for one dollar or more, students can dress down and the what we gather from that goes to an organization. So this Wednesday, our Generous Jeans is dressed in green to benefit St. Baldrick's. So once a month, um, we love being able to highlight an organization and actually contribute through um, student efforts. So they realize that when they you know bring in that dollar however much it's going directly to an organization in need.
0: So any, are either of you doing St. Baldrick's? We've, we've done events like that in the past. We've covered some stories. It was, it was pretty Ball interesting. Correction. Yeah. It's the general fund. Gotcha, okay, so nobody's actually <laughs> taking everything off for, for, for it this no. year. That's okay, well, that's okay. Will, you seem like you're really involved in school. Um, how do the students help with these collections and things like that? And how do you encourage them as a fellow student to do those sorts of things?
2: Well, often the eighth grade class, my class of, um, 12 people, actually 10 of them are boys and two of them are girls. So the 10 boys and the two girls often do a lot for the, um, the collection part. And then the 10 boys often really do help with moving all the boxes into different areas and stuff. And a lot of the times I try to encourage other classes, not to say that they don't do anything. A lot of the other classes support and help move stuff a lot, but I try to encourage more people from the other classes to like, come on, we could do this. We could help other people. Let's just use what we can here to help those out there. Just
0: a side note question. You're in a small class. My my son's same age as you and he's in a class of only actually nine kids and it's like seven boys and two girls. Where are you going to high school next year? Just curious.
2: Uh, St. Ignatius College Prep.
0: Congratulations. Did you already do the test and get accepted? Everything, you're all ready to go? Yes. Best of luck to you on that. That's a great school. It's a great school. So um, Mary, it's an exciting year. It's 100th anniversary. Tell us about um, some of the stuff that's being planned for the milestone.
1: Absolutely. We have our big uh, 100th anniversary gala coming up on October 22nd, 2022. And that will be at the Museum of Science and Industry. Um, Tickets will be going on sale soon. So you can check our website, ststjeromeschool.net, or our Facebook page uh, for more information about when those tickets will go on sale. We're also compiling a 100th anniversary cookbook with recipes from past families, current families, alumni, um, and that we're hoping to have on sale for Mother's Day. And it's just going to be a nice collection of recipes and memories from all the different generations of St. Jerome. And to that end, a fun fact is Will is actually a third generation oh, wow. uh, St. Jerome student. So we've got a lot of multi generational families um, that were really having fun, like highlighting the alumni, bringing everybody together. Um, and the gala should be a really nice culmination of those efforts.
0: Now, Mary, did you contribute to the cookbook?
1: I did not. What?
0: My recipe
1: would be the website where I like to order lunch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, did you have some family recipe that you, you're passing along to the, the students and their families? So, um,
1: You know what? I actually, my mom and grandmother were in Our Wonderful Cook, so I'm sure I could find something. Um, I would have to put some tips for beginners in there.
0: That's all right. You know, Rice Krispie Treats are always good. Like, and it's a pretty yeah. easy one. You just slip that one in there. It's like, hey, we we, we taught you how to make these. Don't forget that. Thanks. To yeah. St. Maybe Trump. the school colors. Yeah. And Gold spray there you go. Yeah, it's just something something that ties it all together. So, um, Will, as part of the hundredth graduating class of Saint Jerome, tell us about your favorite memory from the school.
2: Well, one of my favorite memories has to be Velikogorsva every every year on um, August fifteenth. It is a great way for the community to come together, and it allows a lot of people to strengthen their faith and faith in God through the um the story of Gosposinska which is the uh Croatian city of Sin where over 500,000 I think Turks were attacking this small force of like 2,500 um Croatian people and they prayed to Mary on this mountain and then the next day all the Turkish soldiers were sick and they had to leave so that is a a big part in uh the community being a Croatian Catholic Church and in the, the school because the school was founded on the principles of like, hey, we'll help anyone in need because God wants us to do this and we're also trying to pay our debt to Mary for interceding with us.
1: And it truly is a beautiful celebration. It's every year on August 15th, rain or shine. Um, It's a beautiful mass where the school and community come together, followed by a procession through the neighborhood. Um, And then there afterwards is um, a feast. So there's lots of activities, booths. Um, all different fundraising opportunities um, and just a chance for the community to come together and celebrate. But it's rooted in this absolutely beautiful tradition.
0: Mary, you seem like you're really, you know, you really love what you do. What what drew you to working in the Catholic school environment? Because when you're a teacher, you know, it's very easy to kind of follow the money potentially and go to work someplace else. But this is clearly seems to be a passion for you. Tell us what gets you up in the morning and gets you, gets you excited about going to school.
1: Absolutely. Um, I attended Catholic schools my entire life. Um, and I spent some time working outside of the Catholic school system. And after, you know, the COVID challenges, and I think all that was when a lot of people kind of reevaluated what what they were doing and why. And while I always had a passion for teaching, no matter where I was, I knew I wanted to be back in that as Will described family community of Saint Jerome, where you truly know everyone, and it's still so welcoming to anyone who wants to join. And seeing those multi-generational families, seeing, you know, this class in seventh grade, I knew them as three-year-old preschoolers when I was in school. So just that connection is something that is so rare and hard to find and something I truly value.
0: Now, well, what is it that, you know, you've gone to St. Jerome, like you said, your whole life, so what is, and you're going on to Ignatius, what is it that you love so much about uh, getting a Catholic education?
2: Well, I feel like the Catholic ed- education helps you see things in a different way. A lot of public schools are teaching things that maybe some parents don't want their kids to learn, so if you come to a Catholic school, we teach you, well, what you need to learn, like math, social studies, history and grammar and a lot of the times we show that catholic schools and catholic schools show that they can provide better service i want to say than most public schools and i feel that getting a catholic education just helps you be prepared for what's going to happen outside and makes you better prepared for high school and college Mm -hmm.
0: Now, I know we hit on the stuff with Ukraine earlier and you guys mentioned some of the other things, but I want to reiterate to our listeners and our viewers, tell us a couple of more, uh, just go over again one more time about the other fundraisers and collections you guys are going to be doing here throughout the the rest of the year so they can get involved as well.
1: Absolutely. Um, we will be doing a variety of, like I said, the Generous Jeans each month. We're always looking um, to sponsor local organizations through that drive um, in the winter we did a pajama drive so we're looking for any sort of clothing drive that we can participate in coming into the spring um love to we just completed the baby bottle fundraiser that was in the holiday season as well um so right now we've kind of got our feelers out to see different um spring and end of year opportunities that we can jump in on
0: that's fantastic well you're you're both have clearly have a ton of energy, and you clearly love where you are, and you clearly uh, love your faith, and that's, that's coming across on the screen for sure to me. Um, thank you both so much for being here today with us. You guys have done a great job. Why don't, can you just give me some more, just one last time here, some information on um, where to get in contact to, with you guys to, to give to the drives and, and how, how others can get involved?
1: Absolutely. Um, our website is the best source of information, uh, um You can also follow the link to our Facebook page from there. Um, we post a lot about the different um, activities that we have going on, including fundraisers and service projects. Um, and also, you can check back, like I said, for our various 100th anniversary celebrations and we do actually have an open house coming up next week on March 22nd at our Early Learning campus. So if anybody wants to come check out our building that serves preschool through second grade, uh, that is next week, March 22nd at 5:30.
0: That's fantastic. Uh, just curious, so people know the area that Saint Jerome is in. Are you guys? There's two Saint Jeromes, but Saint Jerome, are you guys the one in the north side of the city? Then
1: we are on the south side. Okay, so our right. campus. At 2801 Princeton is our main campus. And then uh, we recently acquired the old Santa Lucia school building, which is just a few blocks away. Um, also in the Bridgeport neighborhood okay
0: so you got two buildings to work with there that's fantastic yeah. so well I want to thank both of you guys so much for being here with us today um, best of luck to you in the hundredth anniversary will best of luck to you going on at Ignatius and I know we're gonna hear great things from you going on in the future Mary we'll see if the interim tag sticks I hope from from your energy I hope it I hope they take it off and they just give you the role um, best of luck to you so with those, those kids in preschool too god bless you I, I don't know what to say other than good luck so um thank you so So best of luck to St. Jerome. Um, We're going to go to a break right now, but when we come back, uh, we're going to have another couple of guests lined up, and we'll see if we get Ronnie. But for right now, you got Brian from the uh, Office of Radio and Television. So stick with us, and we'll be back shortly.
1: Thanks, Brian.